down that coffee and grab a wine. Get ready for another episode of Nursing and Cursing, a parenting podcast that covers more shit than your baby's full diaper. I'm Kate. I'm a stay-at-home mom of three in Brooklyn, New York. I'm trying to figure out whether I should go back to work, have another baby, or spend the rest of my life waiting for my fresh direct order. Hey, I'm Christine, a video editor and a mom of two living in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Allie here, podcasting up in the mountains in South Kona, Hawaii. I work as a real estate agent and a mom of two boys. Hey, I'm Molly. I'm a teacher raising two kids in St. Augustine, Florida. And I'm Sarah, a new mom to one sweet babe living in Brooklyn, New York. Between five busy households, it's a miracle we make it on the mic at all. But trust me, we need this as much as you do. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Nursing and Cursing. After the holidays, we survived. Happy New Year, guys. Yes. 2019. Big time. Yeah, baby. Thank God. How is it 2019? Remember that rager we had when it turned 2000? 2000. Y2K. I remember it vividly. Wow. Y2K, baby. Y2K was actually a little life-changing for me. Same, but the scary thing is, is I remember every single detail of that party, and that was 19 years ago. And gun to my head, I couldn't tell you what I did today. Oh the year God, 2000. Guys, I walked up to that party. The mm. love of my life was making out with somebody else. <laughs> oh no! Really? In Kate's backyard. Who was it? Initials. Initials, Sarah. M M. Oh. Okay. Okay. Oh, oh wow! Dio me in the shin in front of everybody. Remember? <gasps> uh, That's part of your boyfriend. You mean your yeah, boyfriend? My boyfriend. Initials DL kicked me in the shin. <laughs> I'm gonna ask everybody to stop because I moved okay, back to the, our hometown. So can we not? Yeah, sat on somebody's lap, and I will not give you the initials because they're too famous. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, guys, so this week on Nursing and Cursing, we are exploring the topic WWNCD. Wow, just rolls rolls right off your tongue. Got my bracelet on right now. Oh, yeah. What would Nursing and Cursing do? So we shouted our listeners out on Instagram, and we were really overwhelmed. We were actually going to do this as just like a a two-minute segment, but we got so many great questions that fuck it, we're turning it into an episode and it might turn into a few episodes as we go Great. along. We'll see. It'll be fun. All right. What do we got, Kate? Okay. I'm going to, I picked this question to ask and I, I picked it basically because <clears throat> I related so much. So it's a question that I don't have the answer to. I like have the same question. Okay. Um, the <laughs> Nested Life said, do your kids eat anything besides blueberries, peanut butter toast and cheese ravioli if so what animal did you ritually sacrifice to make that happen in all seriousness in all seriousness though are your kids picky eaters and how do you deal mm-hmm. and that just this, jumped right out at me such a trigger for me a trigger for you sarah everybody come on every okay. sometimes you guys don't hear from me all day and then i'll just text and be like i threw the plate like a frisbee into the sink <laughs> well, you know what i've started to do I've, I'm just done trying to please them. I do all this work to try to like make what I think they'll like. And then they're like, this sucks. I'm not going to eat it. So for the last five days, I've just been cooking what my husband and I want for dinner and I make them a plate and if they eat it cool and if they don't eat it, I don't give a shit anymore. That's good. 
Yeah. Like, I mean, like putting something on their plate, like a couple apple slices and a couple little pastas or something that I just keep repurposing every night as like the fallback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's better than the alternative, Critty, which is short order cook. Yeah. Or just, yeah, short order cook or going, you know what? I'm just going to give them pizza and chicken nuggets every night because then they really are only going to eat chicken okay. nuggets or whatever. And that's kind of right? where I've been. Yeah. But in that. How about this perspective? And, mm-hmm. I mean, and if you do give them chicken nuggets and pizza, which is me at least three days a week, definitely at least three. Me too. It's Damn. like, okay, th- they eat it. I mean, take the pressure off yourself and just be like, okay, cool. If I can get in, I just try to get in some veggies every single meal. And I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, they eat I really. fall back on, sorry, Molly, I cut you off. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, you said veggies every meal. I fall back on what uh, um, one of the kids' pediatricians told me once at a visit. Like, look at a week, right? Look at a week. Like, you don't need to think about, you don't need to get in the weeds about every meal and counting bites of broccoli. Globally, do your kids have a healthy diet? You know if they do or not. So, like, I know my kids basically have a healthy diet, even though plenty of meals are made up of total shit. Mm-hmm. That's right. something really nice to remember. That's helpful. Okay. I, you know, I mean, I, I'm not talking pizza and stuff. I'm just saying I've been like getting so upset that I'm like, okay, tonight I'm going to worry about what I want. They could be Plan B for a change because half the time right. they don't eat. But you, yeah, mm-hmm. and you and Garrett eat healthy foods, so mm-hmm. you're feeding them good stuff. Well, they, they there we go, food bashing eat. again. They have nope. They have. <laughs> Up having one bite of what I make, and then they just go to the pasta and fruit or whatever reserve on the side. I'm just okay. like basically making a big batch of noodles and repurposing them each night with so, the new meal. Going back to the question, do any of us have children that you would say are not picky? That you put it down and they're like, yeah, right on, and they just eat everything. Yes, yeah. but he's almost twelve. So okay. But that when did me, that happen, Kate? What but age? That makes me flip? feel. That actually makes me feel great because I realize like. Um, Because he's not special. It's just that time has passed. So now that's why, like, I'm really, 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 really trying so hard not to lose my shit with Mavis and just realize it's not about the food. It's about the power struggle between me and her because I know she will be a normal eater. And I'm probably decreasing her chances of being a normal eater by fucking making food our battleground every night. Mm -hmm. Um, So hard, though. It's so – Chrissy, I've been trying to do what you do. But anyway – I'm not as zen as you. I get so fucking frustrated at dinner time. But I've burst into tears many a nights. I wish I could cry. Then at least maybe my kids would fucking feel something for me. <laughs> and it's not worth it. And it's not worth it. If you look it's at this it. listener's list, it's oh, kind of like, great. you know what? It's a pretty I, good list. So pat yourself on the back. And actually, that list shamed me. I was like, okay, you've got a you're fresh You're doing fruit. fine. You've you're got a fresh fine. fruit. You've got protein yeah. from your cheese ravioli. And you've got peanut butter toast. You're, you could live yeah. off of that. I feel yeah. like that's a solid diet. Yep. And <laughs> good um, enough. Tonight but- and some nights I will take something that's like a quote unquote treat. Um, for my kids right now, it it's yogurt, whatever. I know that's not for everybody, but okay. Well, if you want your yogurt, you need to eat blank amount of bites of broccoli. And that sucks, but it works. It works. Or it doesn't and they don't get the treat. Cool. Moving along. There's that's actually time. there's actually tons of stuff that you can do. There's 
this question is actually super easy because everybody knows the answer. It's just like, do you have the, do you person, parent have the fortitude and the stamina Mm -hmm. to go the distance? Because the answers are all really obvious. No snacks. You put out the healthy food. They can eat that or starve. Like never lose your cool. Never fight with them about food. Take it or leave it are your only options. Mm -hmm. Okay. But it's like, I know that. And I'm literally throwing Mavis's plate like a fucking frisbee into the sink loaded with food. Screaming they will, at her. They right, will but you know down. if they, they don't eat your dinner, then they're, then they're going to be hungry and they're going to wake up earlier. So your sleep is fucked. Mm-hmm. And they're going to wake up in the morning, be crabby. So then your morning is fucked. So like that that's how my brain, like I get so f- upset about if she doesn't eat, then I know that like you know, the events. Yeah. I'm she's fucked and then I'm fucked. It trickles down to you. Mm-hmm. So you get upset. Fine, take the fucking snack right before bed. Perfect. Right. Well Wilder yeah. Wilder does eat Wilder now eats totally and Edie basically, it, although for different reasons. Like Wilder truly does just eat everything you give him with no complaints. Um and likes most food. Edie Edie just is so fucking scared of saying one wrong thing about the food I give her now that she also mm. will eat anything without complaining which I feel mm. I have like mixed feelings about it but Mavis and I, I've told you guys this a million times Mavis can't learn she still wants to fight me tooth and nail about food we she did recently listen to you guys listen to wow in the world the NPR mm-hmm. podcast yes. okay so there's one yes. about um your taste buds my kids listen to it and it really resonated with them. If you give them, say, what is it? Say broccoli or kale and they don't like that, but they eat it. They force themselves to eat it for seven days in a row. Then your taste buds will physically change and they will end up liking it. It's a scientific thing. And my kids were like, wow, okay, maybe we'll try that mom. You know, they heard it themselves and we're like, well, there's certain vegetables. Maybe we can change our own taste buds. There are things that you can do when your kids are old enough, you know? Right. Yeah. When they're young, like my daughter, it's really hard to like, it's hard for me to explain to Francis. Like, I really want you to eat this healthy food before you go to the bagel with cream cheese. <laughs> One and a half girl, just give her that bagel. <laughs> okay, so long story short, listener, we've got no fucking clue. Next well, question. We love you, and, and we're here. And you're with doing you. awesome. That yeah. Was bad. Okay, what's next? Um, Katie, you want These to are all going to end, They're and all we have so, no clue. So, so, mm-hmm. so, yeah, we're no experts, y'all. Okay. Okay. How? Oh, go ahead, Sarah. Um. Okay, so Rebecca Hutto has two questions. She says, how long until daycare drop off with my one-year-old will stop sucking? Mm. Also, when will everything my husband does says think stop pissing me off? We're a year (laughs) (laughs) into parenthood and a month into marriage. Oh, Oh, Rebecca. Oh, girl. Mm. I'm with you. You're going through a lot at once. So hard. Mm -hmm. So hard. Well, I'd like to know one thing she didn't mention is how long has the baby been in daycare, but she's a year into parenthood, which is making me feel like I love that she mentioned I love that she mentioned a month into marriage because that to me feels like the real question. I feel (laughs) as though I love the Sarah is our closest um, person to where she is. I got married. I got married while 
uh, while pregnant. Mm-hmm. And I will say that I real I think that it made it the parenthood transition harder for us because we still had things to get to know about each other. Yeah. And that, and like, so we added a baby into that mix before we learned those things. And so then we learned them after the baby's here. And it just adds this extra level of stress and pressure. Like, mm-hmm. not that I would like, oh, if I had known this, I wouldn't have married you. But now, <laughs> now, but it's like, there, there's nowhere to go with this. Like, I just have to sit with this and like be really irritated about it. Mm. I don't know. It just, it feels like a lot of pressure on a marriage to have a baby alongside you the whole way. Right. I wonder how long they were together before. Now, yeah, Allie, because mm-hmm. Allie, you will tell them what? Well, what? you got married when your baby was seven months old. Oh, yeah, I did. That's actually more similar to this listener. Okay. I got married at seven months old, but my advice was going to be like, I don't think it matters where you are in your relationship or your marriage as far as getting to know your partner. A baby coming into it is just going to change the dynamic no matter what. Right. Right. Things are not going to be as sexy. Things are not going to be as easy. Things are not going to be as chill. There are hormones. There is a dad that's like learning how to be a partner that's supportive. That's not going to be good enough for, you know, at least a year. Right. And now you have logistics and there's nothing sexy about logistics. You're going to roll on back to one of our first episodes called postpartum husband hatred and accept the fact that that shit's part of it. Wait, was this question about, was this question about daycare? Okay. The first first part of it. We went to the second part of the question. Now we're going to go to that part. Daycare. I mean, I hesitate to say it because I don't know how long the baby's in, but four weeks is what I'm hearing across the board. And that's what it was for me. Four weeks. Yeah. So you could like expand that. And if that is still screaming at drop off, that is just so hard for the mom. Um, um, Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm feeling like it's been longer for than four weeks for her. My baby wasn't in daycare at that age, but when we did, it was very, very long time. Um, I don't, it can be long. It can be long and hard for a lot of people. It doesn't mean you're doing the wrong thing. Just continue to be loving and continue to be consistent. The turnaround will happen, but it could be for an entire, I think it could be for an entire year. You guys with the baby at that age, I do. A one-year-old baby. Yeah. I've never experienced a year of agony. But, but I did want to, I did want to say probably mom will remember this and the baby will not. So that's right. Don't beat yourself up. Uh, yeah. yeah. Allie, I think really you're hard. talking and I feel like you're talking toddlerhood, Allie. That's yeah, it's different. So. Yeah. That's yeah. different than a one-year-old baby. Yeah. And my kids are so Just depends on the kid too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Matilda's almost two and she still cries for 40 minutes when I put her to bed. <laughs> I think all, every kid is just different. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Okay, mm-hmm. what else do we got? Okay, here's one, you guys. I, this is from S. Gutter Smith. 
Did you sort of hate your toddlers when you had a baby? And if so, when do you re-like your big kid again? The baby is so cute and sweet and cuddly and needs basically nothing. While my three-year-old is monster truck. My wow. three-year-old monster truck is a whining, screaming, smashing 24-7. Wow. Mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. related to this question. <laughs> I can relate to this hard. Hard. Mm. All of us. Yeah. It's hard to admit that you don't like. I'm like lowering my voice so my husband doesn't hear. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to admit that you don't like your kid, but I think it's really normal. Yeah. Or it's or you just when don't you're like trying the, to bond the, the new You're one. just not liking the that energy or the dynamic. It's not them specifically and it's not you. It's like you're just stuck in this shitty place together and they are rubbing you the wrong fucking way. And it's well, you he's probably they need the intent he's competing for the attention right yeah. so they're just doing everything in their power to get attention and it's so fucking annoying and okay. mom's right you can solve it you're the one that can solve it but you you cannot because you have somebody you have who needs you more than the toddler unfortunately like they cannot survive without you but well, everything... look at it. it's also like postpartum hubby hatred it's just like whoever else is there that needs you you're like, get the fuck away from get me. Get the fuck away from me. I don't have anything left for you. Nothing left to give. Including... My tits are like, yeah. Okay. I've been milked all day. My back hurts from holding somebody all day. I'm trying to shush a baby all day. Yeah, it's exhausting. So it's when so does so that exhausting. get better, you guys? So it does get better. It so does. totally yes. gets better. I have a two year, just turned two and a just turned five. And, um, yeah, you guys, I'm I'm enjoying my kids a lot, but I did just go back to work a few months ago, right? So maybe that's why. Too. I can tell you for me, it got better when like Matilda turned one. She's now almost two. My son's four and a half. And um, we are back in a bad spell, guys, where. Oh, damn. Yeah, I think it just ebbs and flows. And for me, I think it'll be easier when she's not nursing anymore. Every time I nurse, it is a fucking scene. Scene. Well, I was going to say it changes when the baby turns into the toddler and the toddler is now sort of the big kid. And you're like, dude, the big kid rules. I can like talk to this person. Yes, I can hang out with this person. And yes. now my baby is such a little shit. It does. It ebbs and flows and it, they change roles. They're constantly you're so changing right. roles. Because that's what happened with us. Allie, you said it because I was thinking like, I actually don't remember having any bad feelings about Wawa when Edie was born. Yeah. Um, but maybe honestly, truly, maybe because it was just like so far, it's like just been like f- six Ten years. years ago. Maybe, yeah. Oh, I would say six no, years since th- he was a toddler. Yeah. Yeah. I just literally, I don't think I remember, but I do remember dealing with like two year old Mavis and seven year old Wawa and being like, oh my God, I can't believe that Wawa can't drive. He's so mature. He's <laughs> so, so, so smart. He's so helpful. He understands everything that's coming out of my mouth. And Mavis Heck just being yeah. like, ah. oh. yeah, yeah. I mean, Phoenix was my difficult, difficult, you know, toddler, three, four, five year old. So amazing in so many ways, but intense is the word for him. And Leah was just like happy go lucky. And let me tell you, the tables have turned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Leo is the bomb, but he is. The rude, nasty, needy, you know, and Phoenix is like my chill, 
comrade who amazing talk story with each other so it just it flips it flip flops as they get older you know a little age and they're going to come back Mm. i can tell you i'm not i'm not cut out for two children i'm just not sarah yes you are (laughs) i mean i'm not i'm I'm not i have it i mean none of us are are. and we all are we all are but you do you aren't until you are you stretch right just like before we were mothers in general, like, no, we could not have wrapped our heads around these things fully, but you stretch. No. Okay, you guys, we're going to pause for a quick sponsor break. You guys remember that company called Care of? Yeah. Yes, of course. Right. Yeah. So Care of is a monthly subscription vitamin service that delivers completely personalized vitamin and supplement packs right to your door. So I don't know about you guys. But my New Year's resolution is self-care. So that absolutely has to do with my health goals. You can do something good for your health in 2019. Care of makes it really easy to stick to your health-related resolutions. And they have this awesome online quiz that asks you about your diet, your health goals, and your lifestyle choices. It only takes five minutes to find out your personally, scientifically-backed vitamin and supplement recommendations. They asked me things like, am I still nursing? What is my bone health like? It was so specific, and I felt like they were targeting what I needed pretty cool. So it's very easy and convenient to do this. Your personalized care of subscription box gets sent right to your door every month with personalized daily packs. Great for a busy on the go lifestyle. And I love it because the packs have your name printed on it. At the top, it says, hi, Molly. And then it gives a little challenge of the day and all of them are in there ready to go. I can take them in the morning or take them in my purse with me. It's a great company too. A portion of every sale goes towards the Good Plus Foundation, you guys, which provides expectant mothers in need with valuable prenatal vitamins. It's the care of difference. So you guys should come along with me. Take advantage of this month's special New Year offer. For 50% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, go to takecareof.com and enter the promo code Nail 50. That's N-A-I-L-5-0. So again, for 50% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, go to takecareof.com and enter the promo code Nail 50. Have you guys seen that viral video going around of the little uh, sister being handed her newborn brother? No. No. And she's just like giving it the dirtiest look and has <laughs> but it's just like her face just does not change at all when the baby's handed to her and she doesn't even pick it up or move her arms she just sits there i'm gonna look that up amazing it's really good i suggest everybody watch it but yeah oh gosh so for everybody isn't it yeah mm-hmm. i was watching a video recently sorry i sent it to my mom Phoenix is two and a half and I'm like sing happy birthday to Graham Graham and he goes oh in his raspy voice oh he's sitting next to his brother who's like two months old oh me a Leo and I'm like I don't know why it's so funny we laugh so hard like Leo can't sing <laughs> that's so cute so I love funny. that video Allie oh god Leo singing I'm like <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god. So Whatever. Cute. <laughs> All right. Who's got another one? I think we have time for one or two. One or two. Yeah. They're all if so the, good. Who else can read one? I don't have it okay. in front of me. Oh, I, I'll read one. Okay, here's a good one. Okay, for us mamas who can't produce enough breast milk to feed our child, how do we get past the sadness as well as the guilt of using formula? How can we get over what we thought would be a much different situation, mm-hmm. a.k.a. exclusive breastfeeding? Mm-hmm. That's such a great question. Oh, you know, this one, this one tore me up when I read it. Yeah. I, oh, God, it's like there's so many parts of motherhood too, um, not just breastfeeding, but just expectations you have and – it sure. just doesn't come that's, out the way you thought. Well, that's and kind of the like, lesson of parenthood too. Like nothing is what you think it's going to be. Yeah. I, I think like a, lot of, a lot of the things, a lot of the stuff around breastfeeding and in my opinion, like a lot of the reasons that it's such a loaded topic is because like the further out you get as your kids get older, you realize like you're going to make one trillion choices with them like some of them public, some of them private, like some of them are obvious, some of them are not so obvious, some things you're going to get right and some things you're going to get wrong. And I feel like how you feed your baby is that the very, very first choice that you are going to make with this person and it's so public, like everybody has an opinion. Yeah. And that to me, like just that cocktail of like, that cocktail of like everybody has an opinion and you, you've never done it before is so powerful. Later on, like now looking back, I I do really feel like, okay, it wasn't, it didn't matter. Like I felt very important to me at the time and nursing right. was a bond that I enjoyed. But nourishment wise, I, I'm like, okay, well, I don't know. You know? No, I think you're right. I think you're oh. right. I remember um, visiting, Critty, is it okay if I talk about your situation? Yeah, of course. Just like visiting Critty when she had just had Levi and <clears throat> her milk wasn't coming in and it, she wasn't producing and it was just um, a really hard scene in the house. Like, Critty, you were in tears. The baby was screaming. The house, I mean, Garrett was beside himself. You had a lactation consultant doula in there and everybody's surrounding you trying to help. And like my thought mm-hmm. was just like. Trauma. It was traumatizing. Traumatizing. Like somebody go out and get some formula. Like somebody just calm Mm. this room down with some formula. But we do. We put this pressure on and like it's true. Like whose fucking business is that? It's nobody's business. But somehow. And that was my first taste of like, oh, my God, it's not going how. I thought it was going to go like, Uh no, no, this can't be. I got to make it right. You go psycho in the head. But. It doesn't fucking matter. Just doesn't feed your matter, baby. Girl. Looking back, I want to slap myself across the face. And Not you're still that... like traumatized from birth. Like you literally gave. Right. You had. You've just given birth. Like mm-hmm. you're in no fucking state of mind to be no. trying to think through something like this. You're really and not. In so many situations, the birth doesn't go as well as the mom wanted, and there's that on top of it. I think what this come back comes back to is self love and acceptance going right. easy on ourselves and just loving ourselves and letting go of the guilt. Right. And that is, guilt. Feel guilty. Just letting go of all of that and just being really gentle and loving ourselves and saying, you know what, we are doing the best we can and it's okay. That is easier said than done. And sometimes, you know, we probably need to look outward 
and seek professional help in order to get to that point. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. I think that um, therapy should probably be mandatory for all moms between birth and one year. Imagine how helpful that would be if we all had that resource. So helpful. That would be great. That would be great. And and one more thing for that um, woman. I recently walked into the living room of a friend who had a baby and – you know, it was a really hard birth and, but long story short, like she had that self love for her, for herself and her family and like figured out that, um, she didn't need that chaos of like pushing her body to do something it simply was not doing. And there, it was so peaceful in that house and daddy was so involved he was feeding that baby with a bottle and I was just like, oh my God, it clicked for me. Like, wow, my husband, like, there's another way. Was exactly. not bonded. He and was not I've, bonded like that. It I've took a that very too. long time. Daddy can get in, he can be up all night just as much as mom when, when the baby's mm-hmm. bottle fed. And that is a huge thing. That's huge. Wow. That's huge. I've seen that too. And I've been like, wow, my experience is very different. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't trade breastfeeding my baby. No way. But wow. Yeah, I mean, but... that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I'm not saying I would go back and change it, but I guess just the same thing that you guys have all been saying, just the weight that I gave it at the time seems almost comical now. Like, girl, I fu- like, sure. I breastfed them, but wow, I fucking fucked it up so many times since then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's all like also it's okay to be sad about it. Like obviously yeah. this mom is writing yeah. to us. So, like she's got some, you know, conflicted feelings about it and that that's okay too. Like yeah. you have to experience whatever loss that is for you know, you, ha- you if you didn't have the birth you wanted then okay, experience the sadness and have a cry or two or five and talk about it and and it's okay yeah. oh my god sarah i did <laughs> oh, wow. so, me, sarah. so so sarah. Me, sarah. Wow. Like, well, sarah, yeah right i was like wow the oscar music's on cut her off sarah, my thumb totally swiped the screen i'm so sorry that was yeah, sarah was like sarah was coming in giving that woman space to grieve and molly was like next <laughs> move it on okay you guys i've said that nope. before but sarah's so right that was, that was sorry mom we love you and we're here for you and yeah. um and you're you are still nourishing your baby yes yeah fed is yes. best yes. yep fed is best Ooh. T-shirt? T-shirt. <laughs> I don't think that, I made that up. That's been, that's, I think that's yeah, the slogan. That's been a T-shirt. <laughs> okay. Okay, and of course. That was again. We're done that. Got the oh, here T-shirt. It is. Now I'm ready. Now an event failing is. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. Anybody? Anybody? Um, I've got a fail. Right. Let's hear it. It's a stupid one. I was really proud of myself for getting all three of my kids these Harry Potter sock advent calendars. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I know I showed you guys. It all goes back to Harry Potter, Kate. I know. I'm sorry. It's but three three kids. Each advent calendar is 12 days, so each kid opens one pair of socks per day for 12 days. So do the awesome. math. Mm, okay. okay, do the math. They all ripped them open, and I had 36 socks times two, 72 fucking mismatched socks in my living room for okay. a month. Oh, no. my gosh. And even now, like, they're turning up in weird little corners. I'm so fucking mad. I so wanted that, but they're like, there were so many peg ankle socks that my, and my kids don't wear those and neither do I. That's I another thing. Like knee socks. Right. Yeah. Well, I find if it's, if it's a peg ankle sock, you can throw those away without guilt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like pennies. I agree. They're like pennies. Total <laughs> trash. No. Oh my God. Sarah doesn't, don't say that to Sarah. It hurts her. Sarah is Pretty, living in a wayside style. You Pretty good committed to throwing away pennies. Okay. (laughs) Judge me all you want. Oh, what else is in that category? Legos. Oh, Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. Every night when I'm cleaning up. (laughs) You guys. Some of them are so little, like the size of a blackhead. That's true. The size of a blackhead. Oh, my God. You're so gross. (laughs) I never okay. I don't throw the Lego away because I feel like as soon as I throw a Lego piece away somebody's going to be like mom have you seen the blah 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 I'm like mm, mm-hmm. I do I definitely do <laughs> I saw it in the chat the oh my god if it was a TV show imagine the like the video montage that would be going on in the meantime like of you <laughs> just <laughs> <trashing. away> Peggy <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Okay, I love Sarah that dramatization in black and white slow mo of Molly. Yeah. I'm just like Marie condoing my peg socks. <laughs> Guys, what is peg? There's I don't. Not I don't know. Sock joy. <laughs> you know, like an ankle sock. Did I make that up? I, I swear I, I did not. I may, I'm just thinking of like the ones with the little ball on the back ankle, part of the oh. ankle. Like that's yeah, all that size. Okay, that's how I know. Don't I know what on. it is. I just don't know where the word peg came from. But <laughs> this segment's going on too long. Too okay, long. I'm going to cut him. I have a nail fail. My okay. um, my nail is that my husband and I did our first sleep away from our daughter, who's almost two. And that was okay. a huge nail. Went to, went to Dallas. Dallas for I the night. So that fucking was the first one, pretty. Yeah. I've been um, away from her. Never both of us. Oh, so okay. She right. had, her, had her first sleep away at grandma's house. Oh, yeah. You guys brought her. The last yeah. time you went somewhere yeah, and we got a babysitter. Her. Got it. That's right. So that was fucking awesome. We had so much fun. Um, yeah. And she did great. Minus a killer diaper rash. But anyway. And then my fail is that the other day, Matilda had a, a fever and was screaming that her ear was hurting. And so I'm like, okay, I'm just going to throw her in the car and take her to urgent care. Saturday night. Let's just do this. Get in the car on 5.30 p.m. She is flipping her shit just like kicking back arching doesn't want to get in the car seat i'm like sweating wearing so many jackets because it's fucking cold here i hate coats i just hate all the coats but anyway like pinning her down in the car seat get her in i'm so flustered all the shit's on top of the car you know where this is going (sighs) drive 30 minutes to urgent care get in there she's just flipping out can i see your insurance card and your id it's fucking fucking gone it's on top wow. of the car. Did you trace it back? Did you Where find it? it in your neighborhood? Where the hell is it? 
girl, it's probably on the fucking highway because I drove 30 minutes away to this urgent care because it was the nighttime urgent care. So it's gone. All my gift cards, gift cards I got for Christmas, gift cards I've been hoarding. No. No. Sorry, Chrissy. Tax money. Oh, my gosh. You know what? I have a fail that reminds me of that, Critty. I have one that reminds me of it, too. Go ahead, Mal. Oh, boy. Because I didn't know what my nail fail was going to be, but I just realized. I hoard gift cards. It's my thing. That's what I do. Everybody knows I do it. When I go to places like the Grove in L.A. or whatever equivalent in any town, basically where the mall is, um, I bring my little envelope that's stacked with, like, a fatty, right? Fuck like you. 12 so I'll be like, ooh, I'm going to get me some panties up at... Ah, I'm going to Vicky Seeks. Give me <laughs> some pink sweatpants. I'm, a, I'm going pink. to Gap. I'm going to get me some peggy. Um, so, yeah, exactly. Gap. Which, did you know if you have a Gap card, it also triples as, like, Old Navy. Old Navy. Gap. Yes. Um, Banana Republic. Yes. yes. Everybody knew that, Molly. Okay, Every single person in the world knew that. It's not oh breaking news, Molly. Okay. <laughs> so this that's is your my, fail. That's my nail. That it that's tripled. your fucking fail. <laughs> my fail is that I go to Sephora. <laughs> Sephora. Perfect. Okay. And I'm, like, loading up on... You know, my new tinted moisturizer that Critty told me I needed. Cool. Um, and I get to the counter and I'm like, boo, yeah, I've been saving this $100 Visa gift card uh, from my classroom back in L.A. that some parent gave me for the holidays. I hit it and it's like, ma'am, this is declined. And I'm like, that's impossible. I've never taken it out of the wrapper. Long story short, if you don't use it on time, you guys, they take $2 a month from you until it's oh, empty. No. 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 So, that this card so was wrong. from 2014. It's been wiped wrong. clean for like years. <laughs> so Do rude. not hoard your gift card, your Visa and MasterCard gift cards. That's fucked up that they do that. That is so mean. Them. That's so wrong. I, I felt so violated. Okay. Wow. Do you like okay. the moisturizer, by the way? I love it, Critty. The Good. scent is a little bit like, a little bit old ladyish. Mm. But I love um, Molly. Who? Sorry, I need to know who takes the money. The v- Visa takes the money. Yeah, they take yeah. it right. Yeah. Fucking back. So yeah. they get they like get tw- paid twice. Yeah. yeah, twice. That is mm-hmm. brilliant. Credit card companies are Sarah, the devil. You need to brilliant. tweet about this. That's so evil. I agree. You tweet it. Tweet out. Please tweet it, Sarah. I'm outraged. So my fail was more on the lines of she left her shit on the top of the car, not so much the gift cards. <laughs> uh, I had my friend's kid down at the beach actually yesterday. Left them on the car. I loaded up the, their boards and their fins and all the gear. And on the way back, uh, I dropped him off and was like, Dude, no fucking clue where his board is. I'm pretty sure it flew out of the back of my truck. I dropped him oh, off without yeah. his. Damn it. Dude, or... a whole board fell out and you that didn't like feel or hear that? No. It blew right out. Wow. Uh, oh, God. Yeah. Anyway, I felt terrible. And my nail is that I had all kinds of. All kinds of relatives and guests for the holiday. You guys know it went on and on and on and on, right? From December 20th to 
Jeez, the last one left. Um, I don't know, January 9th or something. It's a long time. And um, my nail is just that I was really trying to set boundaries, and I did. That's hard awesome, to do. Awesome, Allie, because that's not easy. Especially the holidays, too. Yes. you're trying to do your own deal. I was just like, nope, that's not going to work for me when I needed to. And I was, you know, saying things like, ah, yeah. Basically, no, I can't do that. Practicing wow. um, saying no in 2019 is something we should all work towards. No, Allie, that's inspiring. That yeah, that really I mean, is. Guys, I went hard. It wa- I wasn't perfect, but I've never done that before. So that was awesome. That's amazing. Kudos good for you, girl. Good job. Hey, felt really good. Kudos to you, sis. It was hard. All right. Well, I have, um, I have a nail fail. Full transparency on my zero waste lifestyle, which is absolutely not zero waste. I, we, <laughs> I, we're lucky. We're lucky enough in New York to have um, our food waste picked up curbside. So, like, that's amazing. We're very lucky. But for one week, they haven't picked it up, and it is, and our curb bin is so full that you can't like put any more food in it so right now I have um taken out my refrigerator drawer where I keep all of our food waste it's sitting outside of my apartment in the cold and it's full of food and I have um another food bag on my kitchen counter that's just full of rotting food it's just sitting out Smelling. What the fuck? What is happening? Sarah, do you hear what? Do you hear what you're saying? Put it in the trash. I can't. Is this an intervention? No, I really. This is an intervention. Uh huh. I cannot do it. Why, honey? What's happening? Why you're saving it and it's rotting? Where do you want it to go? What? What do you? Eventually, they're gonna pick up the compost and I'm gonna put it in the compost bin. Okay. One this week is- isn't going to, it's not going to make a difference. I love your fierce <laughs> You guys, attitude. it's just a fail. This is not an intervention. And I'm yeah. not asking for help. I'm just. God, I feel like texting <laughs> Tim and being like, are you guys all right? Sarah said you're being buried alive in compost. T- Tim's just like, like a hoarder's episode. I'll tell you what. Do not use the word rotting. <laughs> Tim just like rolls his eyes and walks on by. You know, he, he tries to be supportive, but is not interesting. Well, there's a limit, Sarah. I'm trying to imagine. Yeah. No, I I'm totally to imagine understand. Me, I, I'm trying to imagine me being supportive if Jeremy was like, oh, no, no, don't touch that. Just run, bitch. <laughs> I would fucking flip. I would flip. I, Christy I would be am divorced. Dedica- I, I am a, I'm a little dedicated. So that's my fail. And my nail is that um, the other night we were driving home from the grocery store and Frances was crying in the back seat because she didn't want to be in her seat. And I started, I made up a song about undercover cops mm-hmm. and she, it, it quieted her down. First of all, second of all, she kept asking me to sing it over and over again. Oh my God. Aww, I love that. Sweet. Thank you for your kindness, your page. <laughs> <laughs> bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? That's awesome, that. Sarah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, heck. Oh. All right. Okay, I'm trying to work on the jingle. <laughs> Nail an event. 
Okay, I'm going to tighten up my tech in 2019. Okay, it's good to be back. It's great to be back with all so of you. Great to be back. Sure is. Miss you, Missed ladies. You guys. Yeah, miss yeah. you. Big Missed time. y'all. Okay, mm-hmm. um, and listeners, um, not that we have to say this, but we have to say this because this is what would a, what would nursing and cursing do. We are not experts. If you actually no. need any kind of help, um, we Don't suggest you go to a mental health or medical professional because we are not experts. Got it? Yeah. All right. But we love you. Okay. Bye, Tell everybody. Tell Molly, the way you us. said that, if you actually need any help, you should go from <laughs> No, I always tell people, we are a parenting podcast. It is not advice. It's just experience. Yeah. Or lack thereof. Or lack of. Exactly. Our personal take on it. What we're right. doing like, wrong. We don't even have any finished products, no. a.k.a. like grown adults Adult children. So, <laughs> no, we don't, don't even know like... what we're doing is okay <laughs> but Sarah, when, we'll that's know. what i was i feel like what how, when do you know like don't you i feel like my dad is still like i don't know, <laughs> I, don't know. <laughs> I was just all right all right that. all right all right good night guys we'll see you guys next week okay bye oh my god we were still recording <laughs> that's it for now check you guys next week for another nursing and cursing where we won't tell your husband that you accidentally let your kid eat a cat turd <laughs>